Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to another episode of 10 Minutes with TM Fowl. Today, we're talking about the seven habits and COVID-19. So this episode will focus on adopting the seven habits of highly effective people to what we're doing with social distancing and staying home with COVID-19. So as of March 25, 2020, more than 460,000 people worldwide have been um, confirmed with uh, COVID-19 infection um, in from 196 countries. And unfortunately, over 20,000 people have died already from this infection. In the U.S. alone, um, we have over 64,000 people diagnosed with COVID, with about 9,000 diagnosed in the, in the last 24 hours. So this infection is still on its way up. And with that, we know that while there's rapid progress being made to study medications that may be effective, looking at therapies like uh, plasma from recovered people to help people who are um, actively infected, uh, efforts underway to develop vaccines and assess ways to expand testing to look for active and recovered infection. The best option we have right now for the human race is preventing new infections and flattening the curve so the healthcare system is not overwhelmed and that our healthcare workers remain protected and preserved. What that means is that in addition to hand washing and staying home if ill, social distancing, which is the standard now, Many cities, states, countries are now in um, lockdown, shutdown, stay home mode. So with that, many, many people are home. You know, most states and cities are on shutdown. Millions of kids are back home from, from college. And while we're all struggling to adjust to this new reality, we know it's especially hard because we don't know for how long. Is this for weeks, months, many, many months? We don't know. And when you don't know, the uncertainty adds to whatever is going on. We know that when you're in class, you know, for little kids and for college kids, it helps to know when things are going to end, when the semester ends, when a period ends. And for those who work out, you know, when you're counting down, it helps you stay through. Not knowing when this lockdown, stay home is going to end adds to the anxiety, but it is the standard of what we know now for life as we know it. For some people, being home, staying home is great. They've wanted more time to bond with their families. It's a time to read, to meditate, to create new traditions. For others, it's terrifying, the thought of of everybody being together uh, with relationships that may not be optimal, with different uh, family situations. For, For a lot of people, being home is, and being home with family is not something that they really are excited about. For others, there's a lot of uncertainty of how it would play out. Um, for others, it may be dangerous because of, of not accessing um, key things that are essential anymore or because of being in situations where they're forced to be with people that were um, otherwise dangerous. So there's a lot of anxiety and uncertainty around this stay home thing, but it's what we need to do. So I'd like to talk about the seven habits from the Steve Covey, seven habits of highly effective people and how we can apply that during this time. So the seven habits are one, be proactive. Two, begin with the end in mind. Three, put first things first. 
Four, think win-win. Five, seek first to understand, then be understood. Six, synergize. And seven is renewal. These seven habits are something that uh, were written um, by Stephen Covey, mostly applying to business and relationships. But I like to adapt and I've adapted it. I looked at seven habits during your divorce process. I used that in my book. Talked about seven habits and empty nesting, seven habits and menopause. So I think these seven habits are very critical and they're things we can use during this time uh, of shutdown, staying at home. The first three, being proactive, beginning with end in mind and putting first things first are private. These are private victories that we work on. The second three, think win-win, seek first to understand, then be understood and synergize are public victories because they they involve working with others. And the seven is renewal, which is when we come out emerged from whatever the situation is. So first habit, be proactive. So now that everyone's home or on their way home or planning to be home for the long haul, we don't know for how long. Is it weeks? Is it months? Definitely months and maybe many, many months. So being proactive about what the needs are for the family, having an idea of of grocery lists and who's going to do what, what the medical needs are for people in the home, making sure you have refills on prescriptions and enough of medications for people with chronic medical problems, figuring out the plan for schooling online and what resources you would need for for schooling, looking at finances and health, thinking about what will happen if somebody does get infected and has to be on uh, quarantine within the home, how the spaces would be shared, who would be involved in caring for that person, and just being proactive, being proactive about being home for an undefined period of time and making sure that the needs around um, health nutrition, um, lists and things that need to be done are put in place. So being proactive about the process. Second is beginning with the end in mind. That's the second habit. And that begin with the end in mind realizes that this will pass and that most of us will survive and that you will survive will not be the same anymore. This process is going to change how we move forward as humans. And it's very likely that we will be impacted or know someone impacted. Some of us will lose people. Some people will get ill and recover. Most people will recover. Um, Our workplaces, our businesses may be impacted. In some way or the other, we'll all be impacted by this. So it's important to know that while we'll be impacted and this is a global problem, this will pass and most of us will survive. The question is, how do we come out of this? Do you just survive and drag on or do you come out, do you thrive? So beginning with the end in mind allows you to adopt better skills during that time, using the time productively to come up with um, certifications, trying out new things studying new things that you've always wanted to do but didn't have time to do, giving up on things that you wanted to but never had the the discipline or time to work on, but using this time as this will pass and what can we learn from this. And so beginning with the end in mind allows you to use that process and this period of being on lockdown productively. Three is put first things first. And the first thing first is that This is not about you. 
It's actually about us, the human race. And with that, knowing that it's not just you, this is a global issue, this is a pandemic, allows us to model a sense of gratitude for being alive every day and serenity prayer of accepting the things we cannot change, courage to change the things we can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Gratitude that we're healthy enough to stay home, that we have a home, they have meals and a stock fridge, you have electricity, you have cable, you have access to whatever internet, Netflix, things you do. The kids can school online because there are many, most parts of the world where people don't have that. So when they're told to hunker down and stay home, they don't have a home. They don't have warmth. They don't have food. They don't have electricity. So modeling a sense of gratitude that you can be home and communicate with the people you love via FaceTime or, or other social media is a sense of gratitude that puts things first. It also allows us to model for our children, for those of us who have children within the home of different ages, they learn and see how we deal with this. And during this time, if you're giving back, volunteering however you can remotely, offering your services um, through the internet to others, dropping off stuff at the food pantry if you're able to. Those are all ways that allows you to say, we're putting first things first, and this is for us as humanity, teaching our younger ones and our teenagers and adolescents the importance of them staying home, even though they may survive this illness and do well with it, and probably will, that the importance of them not being transmitters of infection and protecting the vulnerable is important. So this putting first things first allows us to do that effectively. The fourth habit is think win-win. And with that, this is thinking of this as a time to reset, a forced reset. For some of us, that's much needed rest and time to reconnect and to connect. Now is a time to really think about this as extra time that we've been given. Working from home, less distractions, no social activities, time to adopt new things, work on the things we want to do more of, work on the things we want to get rid of or stop doing, pray, meditate more, time. Now we have more time. This has exposed holes in our healthcare system. Um, it's allowed us to see what our priorities are. Our hygiene is better as a, as a group, as human, humans. We're less wasteful because we're now realizing what's important is, you know, the, the bare minimum things that we need and not shopping for extras, but really just the basics of food and nutrition. We're working on budgeting and spending less because we see how the stock market has tanked and how finances are down, businesses are down. This is a time to think about working on our relationships. So if there are marriages or relationships where all of a sudden being at home was terrifying, this is the time to work on those. There's options for telemedicine, telehealth, telefamily therapy, telemental health therapy. These are things that we can do now to work on relationships that are important to us because now there's time. Time because there are less distractions, less social activities, forcing us to really sit with the people that are family and working with them. Teaching our kids to write, to write, write that book, journal, journal every day about 20 seconds of something that 
happened uh, during the day of the quarantine or staying home, your emotions, how you felt. These are things we can look back years and decades from now about how we felt during this pandemic of 2020. Work on major things like your life insurance policy, your power of attorney, things that you hadn't had time to look into. Again, this is a time if you think about it win-win, it's time to actually work on things. Number five is seek first to understand, then be understood. And this is important because everyone's home now. The kids are home, college kids are home. They're sleeping late. Sometimes they're anxious, sometimes they're cranky, sometimes they're downright mean. Young kids can be bratty. Friends that you have may not be keeping up with the social distancing and still wanting to hang out. People are hoarding. Sometimes people on the internet or social media, on your WhatsApp groups or different groups, you know, just sharing things that that you don't agree with. But again, it's important to seek first to understand then be understood. We can try to push our agenda down people's throats and but we need to understand where they're coming from. For some of these college kids, some of them had just left the home. They were just really glad to have their freedom and independence, and now they're back home. So yes, there's some resentment initially as they adjust to this new reality. Understand that and be patient with them. For the young kids who weren't used to being home, have all this extra energy, they don't have their friends, they see you, they don't realize you're working, they seem bratty, understand that this is an adjustment for them and that allows you to understand them. And then when you lay down the rules or discuss the new transition, they're more likely to understand. For people who seem to be overly consumed with the news or seem to be in denial, just understand that that may be their coping mechanism. And with this seeking first to understand, you can understand everyone and you can't get to understand everyone. But for the people you care about, take time to understand where they're coming from, then then you can be understood. And again, picking your battles, pick your battles, focus inward and, and don't, don't um, overextend yourself. Six is synergize. Synergize because this is a global problem. This is a pandemic over 196 countries with th- hundreds of thousands of people affected. We're all affected, but those infected and those of us affected and we're all connected. And sometimes those numbers seem overwhelming, but we're also connected because we can have smaller groups within the larger, larger group. So you can find affinity groups, other fellow physicians, fellow moms, people interested in exercise. You can use the information and share information, share apps, pass on positive messages, figure out your local messaging and how you can share information. Telehealth services are available. Work with people and figure out how to synergize. If you find something that works for a certain age group, kids at home, learning, e-learning, share that. We can share that. We can synergize because we're all in this together. We're all affected by this global pandemic in different ways and different grades of severity. You can synergize and we can optimize each other and work together and do better. And this is the synergy that comes with a shared experience. And the seventh one is renewal, which Covey calls sharpening the saw. This is when we emerge from this situation. We're going to emerge, change forever. There are going to be people in our lives that have been affected by this um, virus. Some people would have been infected. Unfortunately, 
some of us will know people personally who die from this infection. Businesses and family fortunes may be changed temporarily, sometimes permanently. We've had to deal with a lot of anxieties and, and mental health issues. But during that time, there'll be new talents, new resources, new priorities. There'll be new challenges that were addressed. There'll be new relationships that were forged. There'll be relationships that were mended and improved from our forced shutdown, from us having to think about our priorities, for us thinking of ourselves, not just as individuals, but as a whole human race. It's going to allow us to forge better relationships moving forward. So this period of renewal only comes after we've gone through all of these other things. So I close with the serenity prayer that during this time of COVID-19 pandemic, that we will have the courage to change the things we can. We can wash our hands better. We can teach people to do that. We can practice social distancing. We can do what we can to make things better to accept the things we cannot change. We have no idea how long this is going to be. We cannot control a lot of things, but the things that we can change, we can do that. And the wisdom to know the difference. And that during this time, these seven habits of one, being proactive, two, beginning with the end in mind, three, putting first things first, four, thinking win-win, five, seeking first to understand, then be understood, Six, synergy and seven, renewal will help us as we go through this time of uh, lockdown, quarantine with COVID-19. Thank you for listening to 10 Minutes with TM File. Hope you enjoyed this episode.